Welcome to another rock special, this time on the Dungeon House. These things are starting to get pretty common. So last time, the party split up in search of Rebecca, and Rock decided to go with Mr. Graypel. What is in store for them on this adventure? Is Graypel the type of man he says he is? Find out right now on the Dungeon House. Wait, where's my notebook? I don't know. Where's my notebook? Hold the on. black one! Help me! <laughs> I'm so glad the recording started with that. Let's keep that Dungeon again. House. Dungeon out! Hello! It's -a me! A Dungeon House! <laughs> That's terrible. Guys, welcome to the Dungeon House. How are you all doing today? Pretty normal. Oh, doing great! Yeah. Good. good. Oh, yeah. Absolutely good. Nice. So for tonight's episode, we get a get a special one as we um, have another rock special. Oh, yeah. Another <laughs> one. So last time on the Dungeon House, uh, the party sort of split up. Or a couple times on the Dungeon House, the party splits up. Rock, Ren, and Vox become a performing troupe and performed really, really, really freaking well. Uh, just in sort of like the central like um, park per se. Because of that, uh, Mr. Grapel Wright has offered uh, Rock to stay at his house for the night. And Rock has uh, accepted that. Yep. Now he's gonna go to his new dad's house. Oh my gosh! To meet his new mom and his new brother oh Car <laughs> Carter Carson Connor. So with that, as Rock says goodbye to Vox and Ren for the night, as uh, Mr. Graypel sort of leads you through the city, um, he first, um, he sort of takes you on a tour of the city, right? Um, he takes you first to like the middle class area. Once you cross over the first bridge over the river, um, he immediately uh, rents actually a uh, chariot of sorts Ooh, to love. sort of carry you to his place. Um, as you guys jump in, uh, sort of the, um, he closes the blinds as, or actually he'll leave the blinds open because it's nighttime and so you can sort of look out as the city as you begin traveling um, to his estate. Ooh, uh, he, he, I guess he begins the conversation so he's like, well, Rock, tell me, <laughs> tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a traveling musician. I found some fame, some fortune, some good times along the way. What about you, uh, Mr. Grapepel? Greta, yes. Um, a little bit about myself. So, as I mentioned, my name is Grapepel Wright. I am part of one of the, the five families. I'm not the, the ruler of the Wright family, per se. I'm uh, actually his uh, his brother. Uh, currently, my brother is uh, the head of the house. But I'm just, honestly, like I said, I'm musically interested and enjoy finding great talent like yours and others. Um, I don't know, is there anything else you'd wish to know about me? Uh, did you mention that you were a musician yourself? Yes, I was. Ah, what was your... What did I play? Yes. <laughs> yes. So what, what I really focused on and mastered is I was actually a piano uh, organist and a piano oh. and organist. Have you ever played the organ in the chapel 
in Astoria? Uh, no, I, I have not had the privilege to play at the organ in Astoria, um, but I have played at the organ in the center of Fatonia, the heart of Fatonia. Oh, that is a dream come true for me. Oh, so you, you can play the organ as well? I'm all right, or so I've been told. <sighs> Fantastic. I, I have an organ actually at the estate that I would love for you to play for us tonight. Just hope I roll well, says Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but I, I was a musician for the most part. Now I do a lot of conducting and just finding talent uh, for the Empire in general. Um, it's been a been a good life. My my son sadly didn't pick up the the musical talent at all, but that's okay. What is his interest? Uh, he's really into research. I think he goes to the university, or he was at the university. It's uh, it's funny that you mentioned Astoria. He uh, he actually just got back from Astoria. He was doing some research up there at the university there. Research, and Astoria. Yes, he just got back from there. Of its history? I honestly, I don't really know or care for my, my son's research. I know I should be a better dad, but it's just a little boring for me. He's He's been a little down, though. He made some comment about a girl breaking his heart and stuff like that, but it's been hard to talk to him. You know, every young man that I've met named Connor has never had much luck with the ladies. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Where, where are you from? What brought you to the the capital? I'm from the mountains, and I've come to the capital in search of finding the wonders of the world. I'm a man interested in wealth, fine craftsmanship, holy things and the likes, as well as music. These are things that inspire me. Mm, interesting inspirations. I've never well, heard of a... Yes? Please continue. No, go ahead. Please, Rock. please, go ahead. Oh. Sorry, Dad. Um, Mr. Grape Hill. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, I've never met uh, someone from the mountains, actually. Ah, but you mentioned Astoria, so you'd been to Astoria? Yes. Nice. Well, that's good. Any family? Yep. Are we almost there? <laughs> it will be there soon, as the conversation has gone awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after a few minutes of awkward silence, eventually the, you felt like as you've been going, that as you've been looking at the city, you've seen the traveling through the middle class area as it is much nicer than the poor area. Um, eventually you've gone through a gate and you head to the rich area where you see very fancy things going on, lots of lights, very fine dressed men and women. Lastly though, you come to one last gate. As this gate opens, it opens up as it begins climbing up a mountain or a hill per se. As the elevation continues, the path that you're on, you notice it's not like the stone bricks before, but they seem to be gold, almost like a yellow road. Uh, finally, the carriage stops after what seems to be a while, and 
a man sort of opens up the carriage to let you and um, Sir Sir Graypel ride out. As a, as if you step outside the carriage, um, what you beheld is what seems to be almost like a miniature castle is in front of you as this giant estate presents itself. It's bigger than anything Rock had ever seen. It's probably about the size of maybe half the size of the Chapel of Astoria. Mr. Graypel, is this your village? Uh, this is this is the right family home, not necessarily a village. You share with your family? Yes, yes. They, we all spend time here. My my brother, who's the head of the house, runs most of the affairs. But all of his, uh, all of the descendants and the rights, we all share it together. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Well, I sound yeah. so scripted. <laughs> oh, it's, it's quite nice. Shall we? Shall we go in? Yes. <laughs> and Rocky's thinking, this is why I'm inspired by wealth. It's <laughs> Rock sees what real money can actually buy. Nice. As as you go inside, um, the door is open wide up as this butler approaches you, just sort of like sort of a bald old butler type thing. Hello. He comes up. Ah. Hello, Master Gravel. Who is this that will be with us? My name is Rock. Ah, Sir Sir Rock. What's your it's name? A pleasure to meet you. My name is Fred. Fred? Yes, Butler Fred. Butler Fred. <laughs> can I take can I take your coat from you? Oh, do you not have one? Or to to hang up. Oh, uh yes. And Rock can take off his coat and give it to Butler Fred. Nice. At this sir Grape uh Hell looks over you. Well, <clears throat> I do have some uh, business before dinner, uh the butler will lead you to the dining table and to the, the organ rooms for you to relax. Uh, I'll send my son Connor down to, to talk to you, but we'll have dinner within an hour. Oh, okay. That's that's fine. That's chill. Awesome. I'll be with you for the hour. Yes, and at that, go ahead. Nice and at that, uh, Graypel Wright walks off and the butler's like, come with me. Um, as you begin like moving through this massive mansion, like. Uh, you just see money everywhere, like beautiful pictures of former rights that have ruled the place, statues, golden things, all that jazz stuff, right? As Rock passes each painting, he's going to ask, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? What's that, her the, name? The butler responds in sync, almost automatically, that were Sir Frankenstein's the right. That was Mrs. Lady, Mrs. Legel the right. That was Jonathan. He doesn't get talked about much anymore. <laughs> that was... <laughs> As you slowly reach the end of the hallway, uh, the butler opens up a door and leads you into this, um, well, it seems to be a lounge. There's a fireplace, some bookshelves around, and a massive organ sort of stationed at the back of the room. Um, sitting at one of the lounge chairs, you see a, a finely dressed lady uh, reading a book. Rock is going to walk in and he's just going to like gasp. It's like, it's so beautiful to him. Go ahead, let's hear the gasp. <gasps> <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> he's, he's going to kind of scuttle over to the organ and then turn to the lady and, and say, Oh, hello. Oh, hello there. No, just kidding. Just regular hello. Not flirty. Hello. No, I mean, how old is she? 
Uh, she's an older lady. She looks like she's in her 40s or 50s. Oh, yeah, just a regular hello. Okay. At this, this lady sort of looks up and she's like, well, hello there. I, I don't believe we've met. I'm new. Well, that obviously makes sense. Uh, what's your name? My name is Sir Rock. Well, what a pleasure to meet you, Sir Rock. Uh, I am Lady Kuras, the, the wife of the late hero Kuras. Rock knows that name. He read the letter. He read all the letters. He did. I didn't know that you, uh, I didn't know anything. But, what? uh, do you live here? What, what do you mean you don't know anything? I, I guess I just didn't know that there were other families that lived in the castle. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> she looks at you. Well, um, my name is Iriki Kuros, and, um, I'm actually just visiting, uh, ever since the passing of my husband, uh, me, I've just, the Bright family has been very nice and giving me comfort, um, even though I, I am of the Kuros family, as you can see, I am, I am human, where most of the Kuros are Aokokura, and so I've never really fit in with them, and so I'm just staying with the rights for now, until this family drama rolls over. Sorry, I've, I've probably shared too much. Oh, no, it's alright. I can tell that this family, they're good people. Yes, they are, but... Sir Rock, what what brings you here? Um, you rushed over to that organ so fast. Can you play? Yeah, I'm decent. Decent? Yes. Would you like to hear me play? Oh, of of course. It uh, it'll help bring back memories. Do you play? Um, I I used to not not the organ. I I used to play a little keyboard. Keyboard. Piano, piano. Oh, the piano. Well, I'll play for you. All right. Make your Rock's, performance. Rock's probably sweating bullets at this point. <laughs> He's just like trying to hold it together because he knows that she's a killer. 29. Make it with disadvantage because you're sweating bullets. Dang it, dang it, dang it. <laughs> 21. Okay. <Five>. That's <laughs> Still really good. Yeah, I want to see if I can do it. Um, you do look over and she's uh, she's crying a bit as you're playing the song. The song is about a family that has discord within. I see that it's touched you. Oh, it's it has a bit. I've been been pretty emotional these last last few days. Um, I don't know with the passing of my husband and. The news that my son tried to kill him, it's just just too much for me to bear. Rock is kind of clenching his jaw as he continues to 
play some more simpler, softer sounds on the organ. I'm sorry, that's difficult news. It, uh, it is. Um, he was up in a he was up in Astoria just doing some business meeting, and they say a cow killed him with his bow. I don't I don't know why. I, I knew that uh, there was a little bit of discord going on and discomfort, but it just it just breaks my heart. Ah, such a shame, really. I'm sorry. Sorry for venting this on you. <laughs> Rock is going to cast. Nope. You can't do that because then she would know. <laughs> Can I roll? Well, I know that she's lying because I know I know that he was poisoned. He wasn't shot with a bow. You know, know that, and you know she's lying. So, I'm going to just gotta play rock. That's strange. <laughs> and he's going to suddenly play like this really intricate dramatic music. I thought he was poisoned. And then he's going to come back down the scale to the lower notes on the organ and playing a dramatic. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> At this point, she sort of like looks up and she's like, what? what? What do you mean you heard he was poisoned? I was in Astoria during the death of Hiro Kuras. He was found poisoned in the same room as his son, who then fled. So, so Akel did kill him. She, she sort of looks up, and then she like sits there for a second, she's like, what, you, you were in Astoria? All evidence pointed to it being an inside job. Like a Kel inside job? No, as in a Kel had nothing to do with it. It was on the inside of the inside that knew what was going on, because a Kel didn't know. He was not on the inside. I'm, I'm so confused. Are, are, are you saying a Kel was innocent? I... I... I, I heard from, like, just my, my news sources that it was an arrow that killed Hero. Wait a minute. Wait. Can I, can I see if she's lying to me? Make an insight check. Well, but wasn't she there? Eleven. Didn't she see what happened? Uh, well, you heard the Kelly explain it to you. Yeah, you didn't see... What had happened, Rock? You just heard a Kel explain it to you. Right, so I just rolled an 11 to see if she's lying to me or if she's being honest. Okay, with an 11, from your perspective, uh, she is being truthful. From your perspective. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, and you can edit this out. Didn't... Didn't she have something to do with it? I'm trying to think back on what we learned. So, what you know that there was a note that was supposedly from his you. father. I read the note that was supposedly from his father that they were he ordered them to kill Akel. Yes. And then they saw each other and he said, "No, like that's not true." And then he was poisoned. So, what happened exactly is you saw the note that Akel's father ordered to kill him. Right. Akel talked to his dad hero and confirmed or his dad hero claimed that he never wrote such a note and that 
he doesn't know where the note came from. His father did throw suspicion towards his mother, uh, but just suspicion. The father was then poisoned. We don't know who poisoned the father. Uh, Kel came back and told everyone that his mother was suspicious, but he doesn't know who poisoned his father as well. And does that sound right, everybody? Wait, did you can tell me if this is wrong? Because um, I don't want to give anything away, but I thought Akel learned that the bottle was from his mom. The bottle was from his mom. Yes. That's but, that and, and that's a pretty that's a pretty strong argument point, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the mother poisoned. Also, you did roll an insight check of eleven. <laughs> if she rolled higher than you, you wouldn't be able to tell if she was lying or not. Right. All right, so Brock is then, he's going to stand up from the organ and he's going to walk a little bit closer and he's going to say, forgive me for my intrusion, lady, what's her name? Your last name? Lady Coolgrass. Lady Coolgrass. I, and then he's going to say, but this is very important that I know the truth. And he is going to cast inside of her head. Uh, detect thoughts. Okay. So, detect thoughts. You get the surface level thoughts, right? Yes. And then you have to probe deeper. I have to make a save, correct? Correct. Okay. So as you cast detect thoughts and you probe into her mind, um, very, very, very interestingly enough, um, the surface thoughts you get are what is going on i'm a little confused who is this person what information does he know stuff like that right and then what's the dc say and then are you going to probe deeper than that yes okay and what's the save i have to make 15. Oh, okay as you try to probe closer um the spell sort of ceases and you're not able to get much deeper into this at this point, she sort of like steps back and says, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you trying to probe into my head? There were deep suspicions, madam, that you deep suspicions. were involved in the murder of Lord Hiro Coolgrass. I am a lady of royalty. I would not kill my husband. Who are you? What, why are you here? Guards, guards. Then she starts shouting for the guards. Akel was my best friend. At this point, like, the guards run in and she sort of, like, halts them and she's like, You... You know Akel? New. What, what do you mean new? I thought he was on the run. Akel was lost. Oh. In a very dangerous and deadly situation and was never found. Was, is he dead? I received a note insinuating such. Sounds so like speechly. I don't think he really talk like that, but whatever. <laughs> At this point, she sort of like sits down on the chair again and just like this dread comes over her face. Um, at this point, Make an insight check. 19. Rock, you have performed a lot. 
and you know performances quite well as you know how to act and sing you can tell as she slumps in her chair that this is a performance and not real emotion <gasps> whoa she be acting okay at, at this point sir Graypel walks in he's like what what is the matter what is going on rock sir chorus what, what is everything I apologize. I've become upset. Uh, again, I apologize for the disruptance. I, I feel like I may have made very much of an error. And Rock, Rock is going to play with it and kind of take a few steps back. Rock, why? why? Sir, Sir Chorus, my lady. Miss Akiri. Sweet, sweet Akiri. Sweet Akiri, what, what troubles you? What troubles you? As he kneels down and tries looking at this lady, trying to look into her eye. What, 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 did, you, what did you do, Rock? I brought up I brought up something that I shouldn't have. What What was it? The death of her son. At this point, he like looks over at you and he's like, How do you... Astoria, you knew a Kel? He was my best friend. Oh. So he really is dead. I, I, I'm sorry. Lady Akuras. Ah, oh, wow. This is... This is troublesome. Let me... Uh, I, I will be back. Let me take Lady Akuras to bed right now. Rock, I'm I'm sorry for the situation. Can I see if he's lying? Make an insight check. Eight. He is telling the truth to the best of your ability and knowledge. I'm I just put on twisting. <laughs> at this point, he's like, Rock, just... Uh, I, I will be down into the dining room. Let me take Lady Akuras to bed. I... I, I will join you down there eventually. My son, Connor, is in there right now. Let me just take her to bed. I'm I'm so sorry. I We will discuss more in the dining room. At this point, Graypel, right, sort of leads Lady Akurasov, or Kurosov. Rock is suspicious of why he is leading the lady to her bed. All right. Rock is suspicious. Can I do a vibe check? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make a vibe check. <laughs> I think I think that he's not good at vibe checks because he's a little bit he's a little bit thrown right now. What what's the vibe check? Uh, what do we say is vibes? <laughs> it's just a vibe check. Just straight roll. Straight straight. And vibe then. Rock's vibes are off for sure, especially like. Wait, I rolled the wrong dice. Did you actually? Eighty. Roll the wrong. Eighty. There's no such eighty. It's a d twenty. All right, he doesn't get a good vibe check though. But at this point, uh, Sir Graypel sort of leads his leads uh, Lady Akurus off to the castle. One of the guards sort of walks over to you, Rock, and he's like, "The dining room is this way." As he points you down a passageway or a door to a passageway. Will you take me? Of course. Come with me. What's your name? David. What is it? David. Oh, David? <laughs> yes. Do you live here too? None of your business. As he leads you down this passageway to the dining room. Rock is a little offended that he's a guest that's being treated a little unfairly, and so he gets a little huffy and tries to see if the guard will notice that his, his comment hurt his feelings. At this point, the guard sort of looks back at you, Rock, and he's like, 
You have insulted Lady Carus, who is an esteemed guest of the rites. Be careful what you say next and do. Brock is going to try to play some beautiful music and make him fall in love with him. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's weird. I That's wish he was a chick. <laughs> that would make more sense. Guys, eventually, <clears throat> after the long hallway, this guard sort of leads you down, opens up the door. You stare at this beautiful dining table with a big fire. Uh, food has been prepared. There's all sorts of foods ranging from, like, chicken drumsticks, salads. Like, this is the most, like, best meal you've ever seen in your life, Rock. Like, this is what rich people can buy. Uh, sitting at the far end of the table, you you notice and you see Connor, um, your old friend, who has books sort of around him. Um, for what you're able to see, he's not looking up. His eyes are a little blackened. His cheeks are a little red. Um, as he's sort of studying his books in the corner, sort of eating some mashed potatoes. Of course he would eat mashed potatoes. Because he's mashed. <laughs> no, because he's boring as heck. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Connor is funny. Um, Rock is going to just kind of push the recent remembrance of Akel's death and, or disappearance into the back of his mind. Um, and then he's going to sit though I'm sure there's plenty of seats, right next to Connor. And he's going to say, Connor, what are you doing here? Uh, quick question. Did Rock ever meet Connor? Yes. Pretty sure the all first of us time, The first time that they were introduced, Rock was battling Caspian in front of a restaurant after their date did not go well. That's Yes, that's true. And then that's Rock true. saved his life in the caves after he failed to defend himself against the Zambies. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Rose came later. <laughs> All right. At this point, Connor sort of like looks up from his book, looks at you for a second, and then he's like, "What?" I forgot Connor's voice. What are you doing here? I was invited. What are you doing here? <coughs> I, I was there. Wait. You're Connor Grippel. Connor Wright. This is the Wright family. What the? What? How 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 are you back in my life? What what is going on? I am back in your life because it was destined to be Connor. And Rock is going to just lock eyes with him in kind of an intimidating yet crazed kind of way. And he's going to sit down and he's going to start eating. As Connor sort of just like looks back and is just like completely lost. And he's like, well, if, if, if you're here, is, uh, is Samantha here as well? Rock's just going to stop eating. <laughs> No, she's not here with me. What? It, oh, she's just not here in the castle? Have you guys separated? Rock is going to get very quiet. And then he's going to... What would he do? He's going to... Shove a bunch of food onto a plate. He's gonna pick it up and he's gonna say, Tell Mr. Fred I'm taking my dinner in the courtyard, and then he's gonna walk out of the room. <laughs> At this point, Connor looks up and he's like, Oh, so she broke your heart too, didn't she? That wench. <sighs> Rock is going to take the plate of food and he's gonna throw it now in Connor's face. <laughs> Roll the hit. <laughs> mess it up because he's so upset. Wait, is am I rolling for what? 
Uh, roll the hit. Dex. Add dex to it. Add your dex modifier. Thirteen. That hits as this plate of food just slams straight into Connor's face. As, like, the food sort of, like, falls off his face, he sort of looks at you. And he, like, stands up with his weak little body. And he's like, that was uncalled for! And he, like, picks up a chicken wing and he throws it at you. But it doesn't even hit you as it flies. <laughs> Rock is going to pick up the chicken wing that landed next to him. And he's going to yell, she was not a wench, she was an angel! And throw the chicken wing back at him. And this massive fight occurs as, like, you guys just start throwing food at each other. Connor picks up the potatoes and hucks them at your face. Um, he misses. Rock, roll the hip. You weren't even interesting. She just liked you because you were rich. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, actually. Sorry. Uh, that was, like, roll for roll for damage. Like, nauseous <laughs> victor. Just like, just like 15. Can oh. I add my uh, persuasion to it? Yeah, like 25. With that, with that comment, Connor's just like, shut up! She loves me for my brains! And he like picks up a wine bottle and chucks it at your head. If you had that much brains, you'd be able to defend yourself against the zombies! Shut up! As the wine bottle does hit with a nap 20. Ooh. As you take Where's my, <laughs> where's my 1d4? Let's you take one point of damage. Oh no! Like, she, <laughs> what? <laughs> she, she, she loves me for more than that. She did it. At this point, did, Connor. Did, oh. did she break up with him? Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, so. I'm sure she had good reason to break up with you, Connor. Seeing as you, the only thing that you've hit with is a wine bottle and it didn't even hurt. Uh, she broke up with you too, so it didn't even matter. We never dated. What? At this, like, Connor sort of stops for a second and he's like, Why'd you act so weird? Ah. Why what? Why'd you act so weird? Why did I act so weird right now? Yeah. Get out. I can't handle this. I can't handle this. As he sort of like picks up his books and he's like, goodbye, Rock. I hope I never see your bloody face again. As Rock like, is going to open the wine bottle and he is just going to throw it on those books. Oh, oh my gosh. Wait, did the wine bottle not break on his? No, the, the wine bottle broke on Rock. It didn't do damage, but it still broke on Rock. One point of damage for a broken bottle? What? Did he pat me on it? Wait. He's not think. proficient in it. I just not gonna tell him that she's dead? Is that like not gonna come out of your mouth at all? Oh yeah, and as he picks up a wine bottle and pours the wine over his books, he's going to say, she's a pastor, Connor. I know. She was... died in battle, she died epically, and she is not a wench. At that comment, Connor just sort of sits there as you're pouring his wine, a wine bottle over his life's work and important information for your party. Um, just ah. sort of sits there and like puts the books down and she's, and he like grabs Rock with both of his feeble hands and he's like, what, what did you say? I said she's gone. Like forever. No, no, she's, she's dead. Yes, Connor, she's dead. 
at this point, like his eyes like bulge and like water begins swelling as they just start pouring out uncontrollably. He starts like shaking and like crying as he's shaking as he sort of puts his head in Rock's chest and just starts weeping and bawling. Rock's gonna start weeping and bawling too. He's not even acting. It's just been a really long day and brought up a Kel and bringing up Samantha. He's just really sad. As, as you two cry together, eventually uh, Graypel walks back into the room sees you two crying, and he's just like... It's like, what is going on in here? Rock's not gonna respond. <laughs> Eventually, Graypel walks over to his son and, like, pulls him away from the hug he has going on with you. And, like, picks up his hand, like, to slap him. And then, like, <gasps> stops. And he's like, Connor, why are you crying? Rock, why are you crying? Why is there so much sadness? Rock! You performed great music, and then you come into this house and cause sadness to occur. What is going on? What is the matter of this? Brock's just going to keep crying. <laughs> and then, and then, he'll kind of sniff, and he kind of pulls himself up as tall as he can with his little red nose and his red under eyes from crying. And he's going to wipe it on his sleeve, and he's going to say... It appears that I have a lot of more connections with your household than I thought that I would, Mr. Graypell. I thank you for your hospitality. Please forgive me for my disruption. But I did not know that I would make connections of this kind here. No, neither did I, I guess. How, how do you two know each other as he looks at Connor? And Connor's sort of just like slumped dead at this point, like, eh, like pitiful crying. Akel is not the only friend that I've lost in my party. We also lost one of my other best friends that was killed by a vicious wizard, and it happens to be one of Connor's favorite people. Uh, the person that killed? No, the person that was killed. Oh. Oh. At this point, he sort of looks at Connor, looks at this, sort of like the gears turn completely. And he's like, wow, this is this is insightful how connected you are. What you said you're from just the mountains. Yep. Just the mountains. And then this rock is going to kind of just like sniff and look like as pitiful as he can to try to just win all of the pity. <laughs> Make a performance check. He's gonna try to like, you know, the paternal instinct. Yeah. Make that performance check. Twenty-two. Oh my gosh! At this point, like, Gray Pell just sort of like puts a hand on Rock's shoulder, and he's like, uh, "I see. You know, they say us musicians have to go through such battles of hardship to produce great songs of quality." I just know that this hardship right now will make your music better. Trust me. Trust me, dear lad. Rock is going to kind of sniffle and say, I much more prefer to be inspired by wealth <laughs> rather than hardships. Uh, I, I do understand. Well, I guess dinner is a little ruined and our conversation did not go the way I planned. Um, uh, uh, take... I, I am going to go to bed for the night. I think it is best if we, we reconvene in the morning. Agreed. 
Okay. Uh, Fred, as Fred sort of shows up from the side, take takes Sir Rock to his room. Rock is going to uh, lean over the table and take, like, fast bites of the food as fast as he can before Fred gets <laughs> away from the table. Your pal's going to stop and be like, Rock, Rock, just, just take the food to your room. There's, You can have all you want. He's such a street kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so embarrassing. Uh, just, just, once you're done, Fred, take him to his room. And in the morning, we'll talk before meeting with your other friends at one to discuss your music career. I, I didn't realize tonight would be such a fiasco, and I didn't realize you were closely associated with Lady Curris's son, Akel. That's such a hardship. But we'll reconvene in the morning. Oh, I thought that was like an order. <laughs> we will reconvene in the morning. Um, Rock's gonna nod and follow Fred to his quarters. Nice. As Fred shows Rock to his quarters, um, they climb up a big staircase. You do pass a couple people on the way, those looking very wealthy and stuff like that. Though none of them really like glance at you or anything, they sort of ignore you. Rock is just gonna kind of sniffle and whisper, what's his name to Fred? <laughs> Fred, tune as ever, whispers back, that is Mrs. Jenicky, and that is Sir Derek. Uh, eventually, as Akel gets to his room, uh, he leads him inside the guest quarters. And what? Uh, Fred leads uh, Rock into the guest quarters. Um, inside these guest quarters, there's a massive king-size bed, a little fireplace, a little desk, all the luxuries of a suite. But this Fred sort of bows, and he's like, there's a bath in that room over there. Now uh, we will bring you fresh clothes to change in pajamas for the night. Is there anything you would like to wear tomorrow? Oh, just clothes. That's fine. What's your size? Uh, regular, regular big boy. Yes, we will. We will have some out for you. Let me just, <laughs> he sort of snaps his finger and you see as like some magic wisps from it. As like these tape measures quickly, like measure themselves up around your body. And Dude, he's like, Fred's an MVP. That's a dope MVP. And he's sort of like, well, <clears throat> take care and have a good night. Um, and he sort of leaves you in this amazing suite with a, a bathroom and stuff. Rock is going to breathe in and then slowly out through his mouth while closing his eyes. He's going to go and he's going to look at the bathtub. And then he's going to look for a window or another unobvious method of escape. Okay. Um, as you look into the bathroom, amazing bathroom, gold. There's a there's a lion's head that the water pours out of from the bathtub type stuff. Nice. Very Rock nice. Rock is just like drooling over this and he just wants to spend all his time ever for the rest of his life just being luxurious in the bathtub. Uh, there is a window in his room, sort of one of those nice windows with uh, what they're so rich and I'm not rich and I don't know what it's called. Stained glass. It's a stained glass window that actually opens from his bedroom. How um, far as, is he away from the ground? As you open it, uh, you get this magnificent view of the whole city. Oh, so uh, It's really high up. You've climbed up the hill. As you look, you, you actually... You're not equal with the main castle, but you can see the massive main castle of the empire. You see the rich areas, the poor areas. You have a great view. You look down and you're at least 
300, 400 feet up. Wait, is that realistic? 100, 200 feet up. You're a pie. You're a pie. Mm. Rock is going to kind of take note of his position. He's going to close the window and then he's going to walk past the bath and say, I'll be back for you. And then he's going to walk out the door in search of Connor <coughs> his whereabouts. Okay. Um, as you walk out the door, you look down the hallway. Um, not much you're able to make out from it. How are you going to go about searching for him? Find a person. Okay. Make a... Uh, Make an investigation check. Let's see if you can find. 16. Okay. So as you're searching for Connor, you don't find any people. But as you pass by one of the doors, you hear this sniffling that reminds you of Connor sniffling as it's like very pitiful and pathetic. Uh, Rock is going to peek in and walk towards the sniffling. So as you you open the door, like the moment you open it, it hits like a body as it's like... As you sort of like look down, you see Connor sort of like on the ground next to the door, just sniffling and crying. Rock is going to crouch down kind of next to him. And he's going to say, Connor, is that you? This Connor sort of like stops for a second and looks up and he's like, Rock, why, why, why did she die? Would you like me to... Here, let me in, Connor. And he's just going to give it a couple good shoves and try to move him out of the way so he can sneak in there with his skinny little body. Nice. It's not that hard to push Connor out of the way. He doesn't weigh that much. If I remember correctly, Samantha carried Connor from time to time. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. (laughs) At this point, he sort of looks up and he's like, why? How did she die? Who killed her? Uh... uh, uh, it was an evil sorcerer, spellcaster. If you remember Caspian, we were trying to rescue him. He was taken by by force. You should have just let Caspian die. No one cared about Caspian. No, oh. trust me. We tried to let him die several times. Is Caspian well, here as well? Caspian is also gone. <laughs> he sort of just like looks up and he's like, are you the lone survivor? Rock is going to kind of look down and look really, really sad. He's going to try to just pull himself together and he's going to be like, I guess, I guess I am. I also lost my sister and other good friends. And I found others now to keep me company, but I will, they were my best friends. I don't know if you could ever replace People. No, that that makes sense. I, I wish there was a way to, to bring her back alive. How how did she die? As Connor sort of stands up and motions you over to his, like, a little area to sit down. Uh, Rock follows him and says, she was frozen by a spell. At this point, he sort of, like, sits there and, like, looks up for a second. And he's, like, frozen from a spell? Yes, uh, there was a large amount of ice. It covered her body completely, and by the time we were able to get to her, it was too late. At this point, he sort of sits there, and he's like, do you still have her body? I know where it would be. As far as I know, it hasn't been touched, but it's been a few days. 
Oh, dang it. Oh, so dang it. I was hoping it, it's hard to get your hands on a resurrection spell, a true one. Most of them are just sort of fake that do weird side effects, like, like turn you into a frog and stuff like that. But I was hoping we might have been able to find one of those spells and get the archbishop to save her. Oh, I miss her. I miss her. But I won't cry. I won't cry anymore. I'll be strong. Rock is going to reach into his little backpack and he's going to pull out uh, Samantha's ruby necklace. At this, like, <laughs> Connor just looks at it and starts crying. He's just like, ah. It's all right. If there was any, any way to bring her back, <clears throat> trust me, I would do it. It's, oh. it's too late, though. I, I, I believe you, Rock. But why, why were you fighting a sorcerer? I know you said Caspian was gone and missing, but, like, how did you end up in that circumstance? And like, what, how did you find someone strong enough to cast that much ice magic? Well, can I trust Connor? Can I roll for vibes? Yeah, make a vibe check. Just do an insight check. Insight would be, I have zero insight. So it'd be 11. You trust Connor. So Rock would say he was a wizard and we never intended to run into him. We, again, we're looking for Caspian and we were in a town that had been, there were monsters that had been attacking the villagers and stealing people. We found out that this powerful sorcerer was using some strange technology and magic to transform the missing villagers, humans and Aokokra into massive, terrifying monsters. Many of the village people were lost and we rescued some and we lost oh, others. Well, 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 well. Hold hold that. You said he was turning Aokokras into monsters? Yes. How? How? I don't know how. There was energy and switches and ruins and... Ruins? Yes. What's... This he sort of like looks around a little bit, almost like he's a little cautious. And he's like, did you, did you happen to have any of the ruins on you? Do I still have the bag of uh, keys? Or did Joy take those from No, you have them. Because you never gave them to Captain Moroni. Yeah. Okay, so Rock's going to pull out the... You also have the note from your sister. Oh, that's right, because I would recognize him from the note, right? Okay, so Rock is going to sit down, crisscross applesauce, and put the backpack in front of him. And he's going to take out um, the bag of keys and hand them up to Connor, as well as digging through to find the ruins. And this Connor sort of begins looking at these rooms and he's like, I recognize the characters. These are of the characters that I studied. Um, I, I, I need my, my work and my research and the information at the university, but I might be able to interpret these and understand them. At this, like Connor begins, like start mumbling and starts processing all this information. He's like, "Where, where's this note?" Uh, Rock is gonna hand it to Connor. Nice. As Connor looks at this note, um, where did I put that note? Do you have the note on you? I do. The ruins, but I don't. We don't have the. We don't have the interpretation of it, but we have the note. Oh yeah, well, because we wouldn't know it anyway. So yeah, we should right. get the. Do you want? Do you want me to yeah, grab it? <laughs> With. 
correct me if I'm wrong, but the note had the symbols on them, correct? Yes. Symbols. It's the it's the thing that uh, her sister Rose copied down. Mm-hmm. With Connor, right? Um, Connor wasn't there for that one because Connor was in the other room getting attacked by the ghoul. Oh, that's right. No. Okay, with that note, okay, that's the note I remember. He sits there for a second and he starts saying things like this. This is this is weird. One of these has authentic like language and sounds and looks more like this thing that I study. The other one looks like someone someone was trying to replicate this language. It says things like pull door open to catacombs. That that's very very weird and interesting. Rock is going to kind of shuffle a little closer. Do you think it's code? Someone has learned this ancient language and is using it to communicate, maybe. <laughs> well, I. I I'd assume so. I, I don't know who or maybe someone at the university has gotten farther than I have in studying this. Like, you, you know, my work has been revolved around understanding the secrets of the daggers, right? Yes. And this no. no, I did not know that, Connor. Connor, that is very important. Connor and Rock is going to like put his hands on Connor's shoulders and he's going to say, we may not be able to bring Samantha back to life, but we may have a way to avenge her death. But how? How? We need to figure out the daggers. We need to figure out what's going on with the new rising of, of this new phoenix. And we need to figure out what's going on with the resistance. And I need your help. At this point, Connor sort of stands up. He's like, this, with, we, we can avenge Samantha? What, what do you mean this is going on with the resistance and everything? There's a lot going on with the resistance. But listen to me. If you would be willing to come with me and to help me, to understand all of this this stuff. There's a lot of stuff, Connor. There's a lot of stuff and you're gonna like it because there's a lot of stuff and you'll be in a, you could be, you could be a famous researcher. You could have knowledge, firsthand knowledge. And avenge Samantha. What? And avenge Samantha. Yes, avenge her death. That's, and- that's, that's all I care about. She, I called her a wrench, but I didn't mean it. I really loved her. I can't believe I lost her for all. Oh. No, it's okay. And Rock's going to kind of also get a little teary as he pats his little back. And he's just going to be like, it's all right, Connor. It's okay. It's okay. I miss you too. It's okay. It's okay. Do, would you be willing to help me? Of course. Of course. I I know we, we parted ways. I'm not the best of terms, but I, I know a lot of the information I would love to help. And I'd always be willing to help. <coughs> uh, yes. Yes, Rock. I'll do okay. it. Okay. Let's, let's get sleep. We'll talk tomorrow. Um... He didn't have to roll persuasion or nothing. That was straight easy as pie. Okay, and he's going to say, I'll I'll leave both the notes and the ruins with you. Please don't tell anyone. There's people in this castle that are very dangerous. At this point, Connor sort of sits there and is like, oh, I I know, I there's, my father has made rumors that some of the, the guards have been disappearing and stuff like that recently. And, I, I didn't want to be here. I, I'm actually planning on heading to the university in the morning to spend the night. The The right family is no longer safe. People have been disappearing. Um, and it, it's, it's a little stuffy in here, isn't it, Rock? I'm, I'm so sorry. Let me, before you leave, let me open up the windows and get you some tea real fast if you're okay with that. Sure. Nice. At this point, um, you see Connor begins to start like prepping some tea and stuff like that. Um, uh, he begins to go over to the window and he sort of like opens it up and sort of like lets, it, lets the cool air like run into the room and stuff like that. 
um, he sort of then turns at turns and looks at you, Rock, and he's like, "Do you think Samantha that she'd be happy with what we're doing?" This was what Samantha was fighting for before she died. Huh. More knowledge and more understanding and more fairness for all of the people of this country. That's, that's good. You know, I really, really wish to change this country and I really wish to do a lot. And I, you know, Rock, I really cared and loved it. And at that point you hear a no. no, you watch as Connor stops talking and you just see an arrow has sort of pierced him in the heart. Um, and blood begins to trickle out of Connor as he just sort of sits there and like grabs the side of the window sill and he's like, <laughs> Rock is going to cast healing word. <laughs> blood goes splurting everywhere. 11 points of healing family. power. The white family's not safe. Let me open a window. So, as um, like as you cast healing word and trying to heal him, like you can tell like he's coming back to life a little bit, but you notice from this arrow out of his heart, that there's a different liquid also intermixing with the blood dropping all over him. As you watch as this like poison begins spreading through his body at a quicker rate, you're able to heal him, but he then, after the healing word is done, he starts dying again as he's sitting there coughing up blood. As unless you have something to treat the poison, he's probably going to die. Rock cast disguise self. He's going to turn himself into Fred. And he's going to take all of the books, all of them, the ones with wine spilled on them, the notes, the keys. He's going to put them in his backpack. He's going to play a little song over what's his name. And he is going to walk out of the room as naturally as possible and keep on walking. Nice. As Rock's doing that and disguising himself, Connor sort of looks at, a, at Rock one more time. And he's like, <coughs> don't trust as he don't does. trust who connor he, he's gonna heal him again just enough because <laughs> i don't know he's already dead no, at, this, his head. at this point he's dead and as you i don't have spare the dying. i used to yes samantha used to uh okay rock makes his way down the hall and guys make a stealth chat or how are you walking uh like fred would but you, you don't have fred's clothes on you have rock's clothes on right no, he did uh, disguise self. So I look right. like Fred. Nice. So you success. I also have actors, so I can also sound like him. Okay. So as you walk down the hallway, no behaviors. No one really stops you. People sort of like look at you and nod their head as you walk down the hallway. Eventually, you get to the front gate to leave the castle. Um, do you decide to? Are you leaving? Yeah. Nice. As you open the door to leave, um. Sort of from behind you, you hear um, Graypel's voice as he's like, Fred, where are you going? Walk in the garden. And he sort of looks at you and he's like, a walk in the garden? That's to, be, the... to be frank, I And it's going to kind of look like he's going to throw up. And uh, he's going to kind of dash out the door. Should I roll for performance? Because I will. Yeah, make a performance check. Oh, no. My character. What? Broken. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 21. Oh my gosh. 
at this point, Grapel's like, oh no, oh no! And he actually begins chasing you as you run out the door, because he's concerned for your health. Alright, Rock uses minor illusion to make it look like he just hurled in the grass. <laughs> as as Grapel sees this, he's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Well, come back! Come back when you're done! We'll, we'll get the best treatment for you. He's kind of like, like with facing backwards, but lifts his hands up and kind of like the okay, okay kind of hand sign. Yeah. All right, and at this point, Graypel goes back into the castle and you have left successfully. And we're going to call it for that session. Woo! Holy cow. Dang. We didn't get the feather. No, oh, that was our best chance to get the feather. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry, Rack, Rack's not done. Holy cow. Holy. This is uh, why we could never let Rock be Here's my question. Is what's, what's, what's going to happen? Through, though. That Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's end the recording and then we can talk. Dungeon House. Woo! Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfie. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. Check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. Well, that was a lot that just happened. To review, Rock Medikel's mom ran into Connor, the boy who loved Samantha, messed up dinner, and then sat there and watched Connor die in his eyes. What in the freaking world happened? I, for one, would really, really recommend re-listening to this episode, and not just for the extra views for us. <laughs> Hopefully, Rock successfully escapes and tells the party. Find out next time on The Dungeon House.